when you receive that Holy Spirit power, there is nothing that can come against you. Why? Because there is something inside of you that is greater than the world, that has overcame the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. So, yes, you're not perfect, but you have a spirit of perfection inside of you. Come on. Yes, you're not strong, but you have the strongest, mightiest power that is inside of you. Yes, you're not smart, but you have the person inside of you of the Holy Spirit that is that has created the world and has wisdom far than any scientist or any type of master's doctor's degree can even compare because of who you have inside of you. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to episode 19 of the jesus cam podcast i'm your host mickey zoga and i'm blessed and excited to be back here on another episode i want to say happy new year um praise god you know it's 2024 you know you know god is so good we're blessed and honored just to be back here um on another year and another opportunity just to give glory to our king it's a new season man it's, i believe it's a season to reset um you know reset our focus and keep our eyes on christ man i want to just jump right into the topic too um you know it, it's the concept of sin and patterns um you know you probably click this because you know you've seen the title but um you know this is a question that i've personally asked all the time you know growing up um, you know, growing into my faith, excuse me, you know, being two years in the faith. But in the beginning, um, even not, even towards the middle and, and, and just later on, you know, I, I felt like I've been striving and striving just to be this Christian, um, pleasing God. And I just always asked, Lord, why am I still stuck in sin? Why am I still struggling in this specific sin? Why do I still keep going back to the world? Why do I still keep falling into temptation? Why am I still stuck in sin? And, you know, it didn't take me really getting to my lowest point and saying, Lord, I'm at the end of myself for him to actually reveal it to me. And, and me seeking for myself, you know, um, the enemy will use as, as an opportunity to discourage you saying, oh, God is not going to use you. Look at you. You call yourself this Christian. You call yourself a follower of Christ and you're still falling into these sins. God doesn't love you. All these things, man, I'm, I know exactly how it is. And I'm here to tell you you're not alone. I'm going to tell you, we all go through these things, man. That's the important of fellowship. Um, communicating with believers, man, because, you know, I think in 1 Peter 5, um, 8 through 10, it talks about, um, you know, show show um be joyous because there are fellow believers across the world who go through the same thing so i think it's important to fellowship with one another um about you know the sins that you deal with all these different things but i think the greatest year's re resolution of all time man is surrendering your all your will your mind and emotions to jesus christ man that's the only resolution i have every year uh, well since i got saved it's just it's just how more how much more can i surrender how much more can i give my all to christ how much more can i give him my everything even if there's areas in my life where i haven't given to him what how much more can i surrender to him and give him glory um you know th th there can be areas in our life where we feel like we've left god out you know maybe we think that we've done everything that's why it's so important like david says search my heart lord find anything that you don't like and take it away find anything that just gets in the way between me you gets in the way between this connection uh, between us lord and just take it away and I think it's amazing just to just to stay humble and low enough to ask the Lord those questions because he truly wants to answer this. He truly wants to be in unity with us and community with us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. I love talking about that because I struggle with that. You know, growing up in religion, I always felt like I had to please God, please Christ. And he's just pointing his finger at me, displeased with me, displeased with the things that I'm doing. Um, but, you know, nothing can separate us. The word of God tells us, man, no angel, no demon, no devil, no nothing can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. 
So understand that. Have joy and understand that. When you're striving, when you decided to pick up your cross and, and, and follow him and denying yourself, ain't nothing going to separate you from that love. Ain't nothing going to separate you from that from that connection with Christ, man. Just stay locked in. Um, but I want to just talk about some few points about the concept of sin, as I talked about earlier, of the patterns of sin, of why it's important to understand how to break off these patterns man and, and how to create new patterns to eliminate and replace those patterns because it's one thing when you stop doing something but what are, you, what are you replacing that with you know maybe you got delivered from this spirit what 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 spirit are you now um allowing to take over your life you know i, I always didn't really understand that in the beginning you know praise god for the journey praise god for the process but i didn't really understand that in the beginning of um, habits in in the beginning i really didn't understand the concept of habits and how to like break free from them and I really thought my life was simple, you know. I thought as long as I praised God, as long as I went to church, everything would, you know, be okay. I didn't know what it meant to have a prayer life and, a, and be in a secret place and actually go to war and picking up, you know, and, and picking up the sword of the spirit and the armor of God. Man, I love talking about that. But I didn't know that in the beginning, and it was hard. And um, I had a lot of patterns that, you know, the Lord didn't like. Social media all the time, scrolling all the time, um, just, just, just. Having my mind and giving open doors to the devil just to terrorize me, man, because, you know, we're threats to the enemy when we give our lives to Christ. So when we break off patterns or when we have patterns, excuse me, that that he likes to use and partner with, man, it's hard. I miss hard, man. But, you know, some of the questions I had, why is it so hard to get close to God? Um, why has it been so hard? And why do I keep falling to sin no matter how much I try? Like these questions are always there. Um, but I have a couple points, man, just to break down and um, just to eliminate these lies. Um, that the enemy will place in your mind and how we can do everything we possibly can um, to stay faithful. But the first point is the flesh is meant to be killed, not meant to be put asleep. Um, I think a lot of times we like to not go ahead and take the next step of killing our flesh as a whole, but instead we like to snooze our flesh and put it to sleep for a little bit. Um, in Matthew chapter six verses, Matthew chapter 26 verses 41, it says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Um, Galatians 5:24 also says those who belong to Christ Jesus have been crucified by the flesh and with its passions and desires. And um, one more verse to mention to Galatians chapter two, verses 20. I have this one of my favorite verses. I have been crucified with Christ and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in, within me. The life I now live is in the body. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So it's important to know, man, in scripture, we don't see a whole lot of, you know, we don't see a whole lot of flesh being played around with. Your flesh is stronger than you. I'm, I'm going to say that one more time. Your flesh is stronger than you. When you think, the moment you think that you're, you're able to be stronger than your desires, the human desires that you were born with, that sinful nature that has been planted, that seed has been, that's been there since Adam, um, the moment you believe you're stronger than that, you'll lose. Because that is not what it means uh, to, be as a, to be a Christian is to say we're stronger than our flesh. That flesh is meant to be put on that cross. Amen. That, mess, that flesh is meant to be put on the cross with Christ and be crucified, put to death. But when you when you put it under the rug and when you hide it, when you give it a give it nap time so it can come back later and have more energy, man, I'm telling you, it'll destroy you. It'll destroy you, man. And there are practical ways we have to kill the flesh. There are practical ways when we do that, man. It's not just a church attendance. It's not just the um, saying, I love God. I love Jesus, man. It is. It is. There are practical things to do. And some of those practical things include intense prayer fasting um devotion submission to god just separating yourself from this world 
and disconnecting from the things of this world, man. You got to understand that when you, when you, man, what it means to follow Jesus Christ, man, a lot of, there's a lot of um, distinction with the world says it means to be a Christian and what the Bible says it means to be a Christian, man. Don't listen to the surroundings. Don't listen to the social media prophets. Listen to what the word of God says. Listen to what Jesus Christ teaches us, man. He teaches us, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me, man. Don't be a friend. The Bible says friendship with the world is, is an enemy, means you're an enemy of God. Don't be friends with the things of this world. Don't be friends with what people say. Don't be friends with all these things, man. Surround yourself around godly people, godly community that will allow your flesh to be killed, man. But if you, if, if I try to say, man, I can be around um, the weed, even though I got, I, I, I'm trying to stop smoking. You're, you're, you're trying to say your flesh is, you're stronger than your flesh. If you're trying to say I can be in the party scene without drinking myself, you're tempting your flesh, man. All these different things right now, I, you got to flee from those things. You got to separate yourself and kill your flesh from those things. The next one I have is let go of ungodly friendships and relationships. This will kill your spiritual growth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14, it says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can, can light have with darkness? In 1 Corinthians 15, 33, it also says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. I want to say that I did not grow until I actually understood this concept. And this is hard, too, because especially if you're around an environment in a community where it's really hard to separate yourself, whether you're in college, um, whether you're around in school, or you're at work and all, and you just it's hard to be separated from darkness. Um, this is where you have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you and guide you throughout this process, because you have to be aware atmospheres are everything. That's what that's the way spirits operate. Um, that's the way, you know, um, you know, principalities and things can just just allow you to fall into temptation. It's it's everything is spiritual. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. I mean, we walk in the flesh, but we don't war in the flesh. Like everything, according to the word of God, is spiritual. So it's important to know if you are around surroundings. Like you know, we can choose. Obviously, there are things we can't control. But if we are around people, um, um, friends, family members, things like that, who know are not upon on the same path that we're on we have to separate ourselves from them it is the most loving thing you can do you can love them from a diff from a distance and separate yourself from them i did not spiritually grow until i caught this revelation and said and i'm like asking myself why it why does it seem like i can't grow the lord highlighted a lot of things people situations to me and that is not a disrespect saying that you know um you know, you I'm better than anybody that there has nothing to do with me. It's just sometimes in life we had we are headed one direction and other people are headed another direction. And if you keep trying to hold on to the wrong relationships, when God is clearly telling you to let go of them, you will not spiritually grow. This is the truth. I'm trying to help somebody. I, I'm not trying to, you know, be Debbie Downer or cause any discord or discomfort <clears throat> or anything like that but this is simple in in what god actually says man and he will understand it. he will bring you around godly relationships and friendships and the power that has between those godly friendships and relationships man whether it's in your church and um, whether it's around people who maybe you're God is going to get saved. God is going to save that is in your old friend group. When you have that godly community, the Bible says iron sharpens iron, man. It changes everything. It'll change your spiritual life for the better. You will see the power of it. And you will also see the difference between how you are with your saved friends and how you are with your unsaved friends. Now, if God tells you, hey, man, I want you to keep that friend who's still in the world because I believe that I'm going to I'm going to bring them out really soon. So maybe not be around the atmosphere, but continue to pray and intercede and check up on them every now and then. That happens. 
happens. God will do that. God will do that. God has done that to me and allowed some old friends to get out of the world. But the main thing is it's important to listen to the voice, listen to the Holy Spirit, listen to what the voice of God is telling you in your ear. And he will clearly tell you it is time to let go of ungodly relationships and ungodly friendships. You will spiritually grow once you do this. Man, the next point that I have is so important. Um, I think this point changed my life, and it is do not confuse a mountain as a stop sign. I'll explain exactly what this means, but I heard a sermon by the name from a, from a man by the name of Pastor Zane Anderson, and um, he he was preaching this verse. Um, he was preaching this word out of the verse Zechariah chapter four verses six through eight, and it says, "This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit," says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. To bring context in this verse, Zerubbabel is standing in front of a mountain and there is an opportunity for him to give up and be confused and stop his journey just because the mountain is in front of him. But what he does is there has so much revelation from this. He does not look at the mountain and turn the opposite way and give up. He stands in front of the mountain and looks at it and says, who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. And and just telling that mountain, you're not going to be a hindrance to my to my faith walk. So I'm, I'm here to tell you this is about resistance. When you face resistance, when you face a mountain, when you face some type of triumph and struggle in your faith walk, just know that it is evidence. It is evidence of how much how much the enemy is scared of what you have inside of you, which is Jesus Christ. And of course, you're going to see resistance. Of course, you're going to face mountains. Of course, you're going to face opposition, man. That proves who God is, who, that God is working inside of you. Remember that a thief does not break into an empty house. There's some treasure inside of you. So that's why the enemy is going to put mountains in front of you. That's why the enemy is going to put storms in your life. That's why the enemy is going to cause trials and tribulations to come your way. But the Bible says rejoice in your trials, knowing what happens in those trials, knowing that in those trials, man, you're coming out as gold. You're coming out as 100% pure gold, 24 carats. I'm telling you, man, there's power in that. But when you when you realize that and you look at every situation and say, I know who my God is, I know I'm going to shout at that and I'm going to believe that God is going to shout with me. I know I'm going to scream at every situation and believing that the Lord is going to walk with me through this journey, walk with me through this trial and tribulation and knowing that I'm not going to walk alone. We got to start believing who our God is. But when you have faith, listen, listen, God will always do his part. God will always do his part. He knows who he is. He knows he's sitting up at the heavens laughing at how easy the problems we face are, laughing at how easy it is to just snap his fingers and get rid of addiction and snap his fingers and get rid of, of chains and shackles and all these different things. God laughs at the wicked. He laughs at how easy it is for him. He just wants to know if we're going to partner with him, if we're going to partner with his greatness, his sovereignty. If we're going to say, God, I don't care if everything is snatched away from me in my life, I will believe that you're Lord. I don't care if all hell is breaking loose in front of me and I can't even know. I don't even know what the next hour looks like, what tomorrow looks like. I believe that you're Lord. I don't care if everybody's even calling me names, conspi conspiring against my name, telling me, telling lies about things that I don't do. I believe that you're Lord. When you do those types of things, man, God will show up and he'll show up in a way that, that will go farther than you can ask, think, or imagine. That's who he is. That's what he does. That's his character. So God knows what he can do. God knows his name. God knows that he can he can move any type of mountain that comes our way like he did it like he like he talking about in that scripture. 
We just have to partner. We just have to believe in his name and his power, man. Oh, man, his power, his power. There is nothing. There is nobody like our God. This ain't a motivational speech. This is nothing. When you are in Christ, man, when you are in Jesus Christ, when he is inside of you, when you receive that Holy Spirit power, there is nothing that can come against you. Why? Because there is something inside of you that is greater than the world, that has overcame the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. So, yes, you're not perfect, but you have a spirit of perfection inside of you. Come on. Yes, you're not strong, but you have the strongest, mightiest power that is inside of you. Yes, you're not smart, but you have the person inside of you of the Holy Spirit that is that has created the world and has wisdom far than any scientist or any type of master's doctor's degree can even compare because of who you have inside of you. Man, you have great you have more money than more riches than anything than anything any dollar amount can ever compare to. But it's a matter of if you come in agreement with that. If you're aware of that, there's a reason why the enemy comes after identity. It's because he is scared when a Christian reaches his potential and knows who he is in Christ. That is a fear to the enemy. When he realizes, oh, I will not okay, he gave his life to Christ, she gave her life to Christ. Okay, I'm gonna make their life a living hell. So that actually knows what it means to follow Jesus and what it means to have that spirit inside of him. There's a difference between a believer, a carnal Christian, and a spirit-filled Christian. If you're a spirit-filled Christian, you cause you cause um, attacks to the kingdom of darkness. You cause warfare to the kingdom of darkness. When you're in the spirit, when you're praying in the spirit, when you're praying in tongues, when you're praying with authority, you cause attacks to the kingdom of darkness, man. We got to realize and recognize that there are attacks after identity. Satan tried to attack Jesus' Jesus's identity trying to question if he was a son of God, trying to make him turn stone to bread, trying to do all these things. Jesus knew who he was, inside, who he had inside of him. Jesus knew he was a son of God. He had to, he had to prove nothing. In the same way, man, we got to start walking with that authority. Listen, you're struggling with sin. You're struggling with all these different things. You're feeling resistance, man. Believe that if all, like I said earlier, when if everything is going down in your life and you don't even think that you'll go and, and, and get up and rise tomorrow, just have a small amount of faith, like the Bible says, as a mustard seed, that God will make a way when there is no way. Do you know that? That's what he does. That's not just a song, a way maker, miracle worker. He literally makes ways when there is no ways. When there is no, you know, physical ability to see a way and see that there is all, you know, signs of, of, of something not able to work out, God makes things work out in those moments to show how powerful he is. God uses the lowly. He uses the people who would never look like they would be the preachers and people with face tattoos, people who were in drug drug dealers, people who were uh, um, um, killers, ex-murderers, ex-all these things. And God uses those people to show his glory and, and reveal the gospel and preach the gospel in those people. That's the power of God. That is the power of the Holy Spirit, man. And you have that power inside of you. You have that love inside of you, the love of God. When you understand that, my brother and my sister, you will break that pattern of sin. When you understand that, you will break any cycle, any bad habit that you think cannot, that, that you can't move forward from. When you understand that, everything will change and everything will move forward. The last point I want to have is remove all access points for the enemy. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 through 10. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. 
and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. Be alert, be alert and be aware and take away any type of point that you may think the devil has in your life to keep causing havoc and wreaking havoc in your life. Remove every type of secret sin. If you have sin in secret, it will destroy you in public. Anything that you may think is a hindrance in your life, you have to cut it off. Social media uh, scrolling, wrong, bad relationships, as I mentioned earlier, bad environments, people, anything, whatever it is that you may think is a hindrance. As you step into this new year, as you step into this new season in your life and you want to make a decision to grow and break off the patterns of sin, cut off the sin, cut it off. The Bible says if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out, man. In the same way, God is telling us the importance of spiritual growth and, and not even just spiritual growth. Where these hidden and secret sins will take you, it will destroy you. The Lord says it's better. Jesus Christ himself says it's better that you have one hand, one eye, one arm entering the kingdom of heaven than having all of your limbs being thrown in hell forever for eternity where the worm never dies the worm never dies meaning you wish death could be an option when you're in hell you wish that you could die and end the pain and suffering when you're on this earth you break your arm you break a leg you have some type of suffering you have a little bit of hope knowing that it will heal or you know this pain won't last forever or i'm sick and i have this headache you have a little bit of hope and faith that this headache will go away at some point of time whether in a week a couple of days you don't have any of that hope in hell you don't have any of that so kill that hidden sin in your life. Kill that bad relationship that you know is going to take you and put you in darkness for eternity that will keep hindering you. This isn't a hate, a, a hateful message. This is the most loving thing somebody could tell you. Somebody, This is the most loving thing you could possibly hear today. Get rid of every secret sin in your life because it would destroy you in public and it would destroy you not only in this life but in the next one. Hell is too wrong to be wrong. A uh, hell is too long to be wrong. Amen. It is way too long to be wrong. It will kill. It, it is the worst possible place that you could that you can imagine. So you number one, you want to remove all access points in your life so that way you can live in peace. What you want to do is in secret is be in a secret place, not have hidden secret and not have hidden secret sin. Watching stuff under the covers, having that in secret, all, all these types of things in secret. When you have those types of things, it will kill you. It will kill you. But when you have and recognize the authority, the power, the majesty of Jesus Christ, as I mentioned earlier, man, it will it will break off every hidden sin in your life. And it'll, and, and it'll just be a process of the Lord sanctifying you, taking you through that sanctification process slowly and just removing every bit of darkness and evil and, and him just molding you into his image. You know, we're created in the image of God. Do you think God's do you think when he created us in the image of God, he created us so that way we could be addicted? We could be lacking all these different things. No, that wasn't God's idea. But sin came into this world This dirty thing, this dirty disease and cancerous type thing called sin. And it spreads and spreads and spreads the more we feed it but we have great oh man glory be to god that we have our son that we have his son jesus christ who came in and died for those sins who has a blood that covers all of it that his blood is greater than any type of sin that you're facing in your life right now i'm gonna say that one more time 
The blood of Jesus Christ is greater than every type of sin that you're facing right now. And I'm going to pray after this to break off sin, but it's more than just a prayer that I pray. It's more than just anything that I say. It is about you and you coming into agreement with the word of God, seeking the Lord for yourself and going into that secret place, closing the door, shutting off every access point of the enemy in the world and saying, God, I'm not leaving till you break this sin off of me. I don't care if you got to be in there for hours. I don't care if you got to be in there for a long time until you until you feel the presence of God and you just say, I'm at the end of myself, Lord. I'm at the end of myself, God. I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm tired of watching this vi these videos at nighttime. I'm tired of going back to the world. I'm tired of listening to this secular music and knowing that it's damaging and polluting my mind. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, man. But you have to do everything you possibly can to cut off the drinking, the smoking, the, the getting drunk, the smoking, the partying, the clubbing. The secular music. Do you know how much, how wicked secular music is? I'm talking music that is of this world. Music was meant for one reason, to give glory to our father. Lucifer was the angel of music. His job was to have nice music and he got booted out of heaven. Dropped like lightning simply because he wanted to be like God. And now he's trying to terrorize young people, old people, even Christians, who, even people who claim to be Christians, man, still bumping secular music, music of this world. Drake, Nicki Minaj, um, Uzi, Cart, not even just Uzi, obviously, he's demonic, but all these other artists, man, saying, oh, it's just music. It's more than just music, man. It's spiritual. And if you want to break the patterns of sin, man, cut off that secular music. Cut off them albums, man. There are too many Christian artists right now that got pulled out of the world who even sound better than most of those guys who you can type into. Christian rappers, Christian singers, Christian whatever, R&B, man, you name it. There is no excuse to cut off that, cut off that wicked, trash, demonic music. God can help you and guide you through it. When you come into agreement with him and his word and his power, God will guide you through it. He will guide you through all of that through his name, through Jesus Christ, man. Believe in the power of Jesus Christ. Believe that when you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you have the power to overcome the world. And I'm here to tell you, in conclusion, man, as I, as I said, I'm coming to a close here, but in conclusion, as I, as I said in the beginning of the video, I'm here to tell you, when you break the cycle of sin, you create a new cycle of unity with Jesus Christ, the greatest type of cycle you can ever have when you're just constantly in unity, constantly in intimacy and, and devotion and submission and consecration with him, him just making you in his image. Oh man, there's nothing like that, man. There's nothing like that, man. And there's an invitation for that power right now. Maybe you've been giving, giving your life to Christ a while ago. Maybe you haven't. Right now, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Give him your life, walk in that power, break off sin. And, and have joy in every trial you face throughout this journey. That's how you'll start seeing that spiritual growth. It's not easy. It's not easy. I'm not here to tell you that it is easy. But when you come in agreement with him and you, you get rid of this world, man, you're not, you, you get rid of every man-pleasing spirit, anything that, is, that, is, that, that, that the devil just wants to make you think, oh, man, all these people looking at me, they're thinking about me. Man, ain't nobody worried about you, man. It's you and God. You're going to stand before God by yourself. You're not going to stand before God with any of those people who you're thinking about trying to please. You and God, man. You and Jesus Christ. And hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Don't hear the words, um, depart from me, I never knew you. Because those, those are the only words that matter. Well done, my good and faithful servant. God has a plan for your life, man of God. God has a plan for your life, woman of God. He wants to use you mightily and, and, and lift you up and allow you to spiritually grow. Let's pray. Father, I pray for everybody watching or listening to this right now that is dealing 
um, with hidden and secret sin or even just cycles of sin that they just can't break off of them, Lord, that they can't seem to break off of, Lord. And I just pray right now for the Holy Spirit. The Bible says it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. So we break the yoke. We break the cycle of the enemy right now in Jesus' mighty name. By the power of your blood and the power of your son, Jesus Christ, we break every demonic cycle right now, God. And I just pray right now that that people just have a new desire, just a hunger for you, just to have a, a desire to pray deeply, Father God, to stay in that in that secret place, God, Father, to stay with intimacy, Lord, to stay with devotion toward your name, God, and a submission towards you and everything that you have. Lord, I just pray that we come into awareness of, of who you are and actually believe that greater is he that is in me that is of the word. Greater is he that any sin that I'm facing, any sin that I face, Father God, you are greater than all of them. And you already defeated every single thing on the cross, Lord. The Bible says he who the son sets free is free indeed. So, Father, I just pray that we come in an agreement with that, with the word of God, Lord. And I just thank you for anybody watching this. Father, I pray that they're aware of your love. They're aware of your joy, that, that, that you don't hate them, God, that you're not despising any of them. You love your children, Jesus. You have love for your children, God. So I pray that they all feel that love, God, and they wear the cloak of humility, Father, and just stay humble and just stay true to the word of God and not please any man on this earth, God. And I pray right now that we all come under the audience of one, Jesus Christ, Lord. I thank you for your death, burial, and resurrection. And I thank you for the new revelation you give us on a day-to-day basis. And I also thank you for everything that you're going to do in 2024. Lord, I pray every single one of these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. Um, Man, you have power in Jesus' name, man. You're going to break off every sin, anything that you're dealing with. Um, Not because of you, not because of your strength, but because of him. Um, But if this video or this podcast bless you, man, please like it. Please comment and share it. Um, Subscribe to the channel. And um, thank you so much for watching to the end. God bless you and uh, be safe and we'll see you soon.